Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. Lots to go over today. We've got some rapid-fire items to cover, and then we finally bring our economy deep dive to a close with inflation. Let's get cracking. Quick shout-out to our Tier 3 patrons, Peter Park, Shay Meehan, and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. California's Senate just passed a bill which aims to decriminalize a ton of psychedelic drugs in the state. It would legalize possession for personal use and social sharing of psilocybin, psilocin, DMT, ibogaine, mescaline, LSD, ketamine, and MDMA for those 21 years or older. That is quite a spread. All of these have been shown to have some medicinal properties, but this is definitely the most bold legislation I am familiar with them. The bill now moves to the General Assembly. Encouraging news from a recent national Gallup poll, Republicans have finally hit majority support for same-sex marriage. 55% of Republicans now approve, a very sharp increase from just 40% in 2017. Better late than never, right? Okay, so we talked a lot yesterday about how the economy is excelling in its recovery, but there are two main concerns going around. We already discussed the labor shortage, but there's also the apparently high inflation rates. Normally, the Fed likes inflation to be around 2%, meaning that prices in the broad economy increase about 2% per year, which some also think of as money losing 2% of its value. Last month, inflation in the U.S. was reported at around 5%, and the obvious culprit is the federal stimulus, which has increased the money supply. Well, let's examine that. First, there are a number of reasons that the inflation numbers are misleading right now. For one, the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, overstates the inflation rate by about 1%, due to how it's calculated and what it considers. A more accurate adjusted version of the CPI is the core inflation rate. By excluding highly volatile commodities that don't reflect long-term trends, such as food and energy, which are seven times more volatile than the rest of the economy, we can get a better picture of what we really care about, which is whether the economy as a whole is experiencing price increases and whether they will be lasting. For example, core inflation in April was 3%, which is over a quarter lower than the 4.15% unadjusted CPI. Then there's the biggest piece of the illusion, which arises from inflation being an annual comparison. It compares prices now to prices a year ago, Considering a year ago we were in the depths of a pandemic, with most businesses shut down and prices sharply lower than normal, you can see how that might be a misleading comparison. Even if prices right now were at pre-pandemic levels, inflation would still be showing high simply because prices were abnormally low a year ago during the pandemic. This also inflates the inflation number by about 1%. Furthermore, the actual price increases, compared to pre-pandemic, are mostly temporary. Ironically, they are a symptom of the speedy recovery that we talked about yesterday, rather than from increased money supply. Demand has rebounded faster than production can accommodate just yet. It'll balance out over the next few months, but is currently creating an imbalance that leads some suppliers to increase the prices a bit, much like it's creating a temporary imbalance in the labor market. 
With all those factors considered, actual and persistent widespread price increases are likely to be around 2 to 3%, which is around the desired amount and what we've had for many years now. Just like with the labor shortage, politicians and propagandists are going to prey on ignorance of these details to try and scare people into serving their narratives and interests. We would be much wiser to heed how stimulus has left Americans and the economy in better shape than it was pre-pandemic than to back away from a winning strategy due to misinformation. Over the next year, time should bear out the truth on inflation, but we already know the massive benefits of stimulus. Speaking of cash infrastructure, a recent poll of New Jersey residents found that a whopping 77% support the new basic income pilot, with just 14% opposed. Results were similar for UBI. Very good sign. Unconditional cash is winning the battle for hearts and minds. And speaking of UBI, Yang received the endorsement of the Uniformed Firefighters Union, 20,000 members strong today. They said they'd been talking with him about firefighters being given less support even while demand for their services increases, among other things. Much more detail in the video in the links below. Tonight was also the last mayoral debate, which we will be covering next episode. Finally, remember, if you live in New York City, you can get a free lawn sign for Yang. Just follow the link below. We've only got 11 days left before the election. Let's bring home the win, gang. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the same-sex marriage poll, California drugs bill, Jersey UBI poll, and inflation thread. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the resist bot or income movement easy contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way. And don't forget to Yang Daily.